My life is a lot like a roll of toilet paper. The closer I get to the end, the faster everything spins, except for my bicycle. The older I get, the slower it rolls. When I turned 60, I decided I would bicycle by myself from Prudhoe Bay to Anchorage. That trip starts in Dead Horse and follows the Dalton Highway south. The Dalton is 500 miles of mud, muck, and mosquitoes. Very little pavement, it's all gravel. It goes across a lot of tundra, and it ascends up and over the Brooks Range at Attigan Pass. It's the highest point of any road in Alaska. My bicycle, gear, and food for 500 miles weighed in over 120 pounds. I was also carrying six pieces of very precious cargo. One was a vial of ashes for my best friend, Leroy. He had died a few months before. Um, and the other five were love notes for my girlfriend, Bev. Each of those love notes were in a separate envelope, sealed, with something written on it, like open after a particularly difficult day. I thought I could bicycle about 70 miles per day on the Dalton. <laughs> I was wrong. The first day I pedaled 60 miles, then the rain began. The next day, Pedaling through the rain, I covered 30 miles. The next morning, I woke up in my tent and I felt a stinging sensation on my right butt cheek. I couldn't see what it was. And then I thought of my camera. Those photos were butt ugly. <laughs> I discovered a friction blister, bandaged it up, got back on my bike and continued riding south. The rain had picked up even harder. The road turned into a ribbon of mud, about two inches thick, sticky mud. I could barely keep my bicycle up. I could barely keep it moving forward. I only cranked out 18 miles that day. In my tent that night, I was cold, wet, miserable, depressed. I didn't think things could get any worse, but they did. <laughs> the next morning, it was raining and blowing harder than ever. I was done, finished, ready to be extracted. I pulled out my inReach device and sent a text message through the Iridium satellites to a pilot in Fairbanks. He had agreed to help me get out of there if I had a major breakdown. I was in the middle of a major emotional breakdown. <laughs> he texted back, the weather is too bad to fly. <laughs> I texted him, when is the weather expected to improve? Several minutes later, I got my answer. The National Weather Service says it will be another 10 to 12 days my spirit 
sunk to an even deeper and darker place than it had been. And I did what any reasonable person would do at a moment like that. I fell back to sleep. <laughs> About two o'clock in the afternoon, I couldn't sleep anymore. It was still raining very hard. I looked around the tent and I spotted those five envelopes. I opened them all at once. <laughs> I held those messages of love and the ashes of friendship close, and I worked up the gumption to do what needed to be done. I packed up all of my wet gear, got back on the bicycle, and headed on south, slowly pedaling through the thick mud. I hadn't had any human contact for about four days. About 30 minutes into that ride, I heard a voice from nowhere. And it said, how are you doing? I thought, great, I've slipped from depression into psychosis. <laughs> it was two guys from Louisiana. They pedaled up next to me. It was their first day on the Dalton, my fourth. Um, the human contact helped improve my mood. And miraculously, the road shifted from mud to wet, uh, to wet uh, gravel. And uh, they took off like a bolt of grease lightning. I kept pedaling slowly to the south. The next day, I ascended Adigan Pass. The last two miles of Adigan are a 12% grade, far too steep to pedal with that much gear. I got off my bike, started pushing with one hand, pulling with the other, and I started ascending that pass. Uh, I was huffing and puffing and sweating up a storm under my rain gear, and I didn't think I could make it. The pass was covered with a rain cloud. It was raining hard. I don't know if you've seen the movie True Grit, but there's a scene in it where Jeff Bridges runs through the night carrying a 14-year-old girl who'd been snake bitten, trying to get her to a doctor before she died. That scene kept going through my mind. And somehow or other, that scene helped me to get up and over Adigan Pass. Every time I thought I couldn't take another step, I just dug a little deeper and found my true grit. I made it. The next day, the weather improved slightly, and I saw a peak in the Brooks Range, and I thought, this is the place, this is the time to scatter Leroy's ashes. And I did. And as I threw them into the air, a gust of wind came from below. <laughs> no, this isn't the Big Lebowski. <laughs> a gust of wind rose from below and carried those ashes up toward the peak above, maybe beyond. Leroy was gone, his ashes were gone, but his friendship lives on in my heart today. You may be wondering, did I make it? Yes. I made it all the way to Fairbanks. <laughs> Bev dropped everything and drove up. We took the long way home. From Fairbanks, we drove down to Delta, then to Glen Allen. When we got close to Palmer, we decided, let's spend even more time together. So we drove up Hatcher Pass. We took the long way home, all the way home to our current home together. We're married now. Yay! 
And the one thing I've learned from Bev is lighten my load. I roll better that way. Thank you. <laughs>